Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. I'm Nick. And I'm Seamus. Like scary movies. Uh Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? Before we get into tonight's episode, we want to remind all of those listening on Apple Podcasts to drop us a five-star review. It helps us grow as a podcast and build our audience. If you're listening on Spotify or any other platform, follow us, and don't forget to share with friends and family who might have a little bit of the strange in them as well. And while you're on those socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, be sure to find us, Fear and Beer Pod. Give us a like, share, and you can always message us. We'd love to interact with all you guys. What up, YouTube? Hello. Hello. Uh, sorry, we're on camera now. I know it's weird. Still got to get used to it. Yeah, I don't like how big I look on the screen. <laughs> when they I say TV ads, darker, yeah, more ambiance. Because the screen adds like fifteen pounds. Yeah, twenty to twenty-five. I'll take it. Anyways, <laughs> we are back in YouTube form as well. So if you and on time heard, and on time, this is coming I mean, this out on is Friday. Like we're actually consistently releasing an episode on the same <laughs> Again, uh, on the, in the next two the following weeks, week, two weeks in a row. So, obviously, if you're seeing this, good job. If you're not watching us yet, head on over to our YouTube page. We just set it up. We're going to be doing uh, our podcasts in in visual form as well. We're going to be playing around with the lights. We've got different colors for every week. We got plenty of plenty of options on this thing. And we're still we're still tweaking some stuff, so this is very new to us as well. So, if you heard us uh, start our podcast about a year and a half, two years ago, you've seen how much we've grown from then till now. Well, <laughs> we're sort <laughs> you, of. You haven't seen how much we've grown because you didn't you've see us it, before the last of. two episodes. <laughs> but you know that we went from twenty dollars mics to decently priced some mics. Better mics. So we'll be following the same pattern yeah, we don't, for YouTube. We don't so. sound as you know crackly and. We're not in a bedroom anymore. Yeah, kind we of. We have a studio-ish, but we will be getting uh, better at this. So bear with us. Enjoy the ride because uh, it's going to be a fun one, that's for sure. So obviously, plugged our YouTube. Hooray. Yeah, we got that done. Next thing, I know it's very far away, uh, but we secured it. We're going to... We've gone to Spooky Empire plenty of times as guests in the past, but they just opened up their vendor spots in June for their 17th to the 19th, and we will be there. We actually got a little booth action. Not sure exactly what we're going to be doing there yet. It's a little bit far away, but I figured I might as well mention it, and I do have a whole bunch of stuff here that I was going to do as giveaways. Maybe we'll do a giveaway through the YouTube page to promote that as well, but we're going to be doing a lot of these giveaways at that spooky empire. I've held on to this stuff for long enough, so I might as well be able to hold on to it for a little bit longer, but since we have visuals, you can check it out. We have the 92 pumpkin poster. We have the 2000 Horror Night Jack poster. Yeah, this is HHN this swag. Is HHN if you haven't, swag. If you didn't get what we were getting for. We have a whole bunch of, and it's harder to see. We have a bunch of Horror Night pins with the icons and the, uh, you got Jack, Bent Neck Lady, all that kind of stuff. We got sweet looking posters. We got the Studio Screamers collector set. Got a whole bunch of these little scare zone posters. And let's walk these up because these are pretty cool. And if you're a fan of HHN, I'm sure you know what these are. Yeah, I gotta get these bad boys on camera. Well, we'll be doing these as giveaways at Spooky Empire. Yeah, we'll come up with some interesting ways to do a giveaway. So 
or giveaways. We won't, we don't have any details yet, but we'll definitely um we'll keep you guys posted as the year goes along and when we get to June, which will be here sooner than you probably realize, which is insane to think about, but the year is going to fly by like the last couple of years have. Um and who knows, maybe we'll do a couple we got on site episodes yeah. or something while we're there. We got a lot of cool cool stuff and then one last thing that we got that was really cool this week. We got our own. Oh yeah. Customized bottle opener. Bottle openers. Yeah. I left mine at home because I forgot to bring it with Damn. me. But you want to read off who this is by? Yeah. So this is by Hazelton Handmade. Uh, it's a friend of ours, uh, Alicia Hazelton. She does custom like artwork and custom yeah, like yeah. gifts and that sort of thing. And you can do custom images and that sort of stuff. And she figured, what the heck? Let's uh, promote myself a little bit and give you guys a couple, couple yeah. bottle openers. It fits right so? up, uh, right up our alley. Yeah. Love them. Well, so this thing will get some use, and you'll see it now. So find her on Facebook or Instagram at Hazelton underscore Handmade, or just Hazelton Handmade. Uh, she's also got an Etsy shop, uh, Etsy.com slash shop Hazelton Handmade. So check her out. Thanks, Alicia. Yes, these are awesome. And we have cans today for beer, so not as much. Yeah, uh, so we can't really. I'm open still going to use it, it but, but I don't really need it. No, um, but no, we don't. Well, you bought this, so why don't you kind of give us a little bit Ooh, of a right. rundown as what we got here? Because I don't think we've had this one before yet, which no. is surprising. It's getting harder to find stuff we haven't had on the podcast yet. Yeah, and this is something that I, I'm going to have to search a little bit. But this is um, it's from Florida, Florida. Yeah, they're from Tampa. It's the Tampa Bay Brewing Company, and this is their Gourds Gone Wild. It's a pumpkin ale, which I still found at Publix. Um, it does contain lactose, so we'll see if it's like one of those other style sours we have with the lactose that kind of coats it at the end but this is also part of the independent craft brewers association so really cool stuff six percent alcohol well, they have an imperial know. version of this too Ooh, not the one are, we have but those are some good stuff so it's a pumpkin yam beer according to I, untapped uh, well I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go show off the artwork why don't you yeah. uh see what they got what they're saying so on again local place microbrewery tampa bay brewing company i think i've had a couple things from them before um, obviously they're local to us so if you're in the florida area central florida area definitely check them out you can get them at total wine um probably a number of different you know bottle shops around in the area i don't know how widely distributed it is so if you're listening to us outside of the state i don't know if you'll be able to find it but if you come to florida for a visit and looking for some good beer check them out um this is a, like i said it's a it's a yam beer pumpkin beer pretty typical of what you would get from a from a pumpkin or yam beer i'm surprised you found them because it is a fall seasonal so they must have had these ones there for a little while um looks like it was canned on august 25th so again much like last week uh we're not gonna go too hard on it because unfortunately with beers especially ones with with um with lactose in it which i think you said this had lactose in it um so lactose doesn't always last forever so doesn't sit the best after a few months it does go away but it's only august so four months it should be okay but we'll give it a shot see what it tastes like but according to untapped it's their acclaimed fall seasonal pumpkin spice ale deep amber in color with solid malty backbone for our famous pumpkin pie spice which provides aromas of nutmeg cloves vanilla and roasted pecans so it's gonna be an interesting well i mean it, it Probably seems like it's going to be just another one of those pumpkin head style pumpkin yeah. beers, more of like a spicy um, fall ish um, autumn style beer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure it's going to be good. I don't think it's going to blow me away. And this is no shade on Tampa Bay, but I just think it's going to be much like every other 
pumpkin beer you've ever yeah, had. Yeah, I think There's it's going to be middle of the line. Which, but which is usually good because... I was more caught with the artwork, too. It reminds me very much of... Uh, oh, yeah, totally fitting for this year or pumpkin for this past Lord, year. Realm of the Pumpkin Lord. Yeah. Oh, R.I.P. I mean, to our true. To homie. be honest, a lot of the pumpkin beers we've homie. had on 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 this on this podcast and off this podcast, they all add something different to try to like go wild with it a little yep. bit, and ch- change it up. Sometimes changing it up ain't the greatest idea. Yeah, because no. sometimes just keep it simple. I mean, we all know how much of a whore Nick is for pumpkin heads. <laughs> so I'm all about this. So let's get these things like crack. And thankfully, these were bottled. You said in August, right? Yeah, but, they were canned in August. But they've only been in the fridge for three or four days. So. Let's see. If there is any fault, I'm not going to take it on this one. <laughs> no, and it's just people. It's ha- it's just people have happens. to understand that, like, when a beer sits for a little while, then it a little longer than it should, especially craft beer. Should I hit the blinkies? Yeah. Do they work? Yeah. Ooh, mine does. they do. My blinkies. My still blinky works. works. I'll leave it on solid just so I don't go crazy. Yeah, let's not, staring let's at not, it. Let's not give people <laughs> seizures. All right, let's see. But let's give it a shot. It's definitely amber. Very pumpkin head smells, smell. Smells, it's just, which is nice because it's a neutral. It's just a pumpkin Smells like a traditional ale, pumpkin yam beer. Which is what I like. When it gets too crazy, like the one they had at Horror Nights this year was is good. I, I enjoyed it personally. Yeah, I liked it. But it had that like cinnamony style like yeah, pumpkin. It, it, or, was it, it, heavier, weird, it was heavier on the sweet. It wasn't as um, ale Yeah, it was. That's a it word. was de- no, no, you're right. I mean, I think with pumpkin head... They kind of found the right balance, and then everybody has been trying to match what they do because I mean I, I'm I'm sure they went the first pumpkin beer yeah um but the, the first like I think well known pretty mainstream widely distributed mega. mainstream yep. mega uh, pumpkin beer so everybody tries to match that a little bit um, and sometimes when you when you try to go a little too off the reservation it gets a little weird yeah but no, no nothing wrong with that I like people to try different things but. Um, uh, this one seems like it's gonna be just like a yeah. I'm gonna dive in so on this. Why don't we take it a good cheers? Mm-hmm. Okay. Not as ailey as I thought. It's not. Yeah, it, it's almost. It's more like a, a pretty harsh taste up in the front. It's not bad. It's. I think part of it is you can tell that it's. True pumpkin. It's it, it. It feels like it's real pumpkin and not like the pumpkin puree. Yeah, I don't know. It said pumpkin spice, so I don't know if that means it's just got <clears throat> pumpkin flavor in it. Which again isn't. It's not like fake pumpkin. It's just yeah. they don't use like whole pumpkins in the in the mash. Yeah. So um, it's not bad. I think. I think unfortunately, being is a little bit older than what you would normally yeah. want, um, hurts it a little bit. But that's only because. You know, obviously they've had these ones on the shelves since August, and it's still sticking been around. sitting for a while. And yeah. you know, they can't just dump it, so they yeah, have no. to eventually sell it. I mean, don't get me wrong; I bet you it's fire fresh. As but, the young kids I mean, say, I think a lot of, I think a lot of breweries would 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 agree that if you let a beer sit for Mas too long, fuego. it does lose the profile a little bit. But not bad; definitely a pumpkin beer. Um, not one I'd go wild for. Um, this is a beer that will probably trick me next year. I will yeah. see the design and be like, damn, that's cool. And I'm going to completely forget that I was like, it's an okay beer. It's yeah, but you'll forget. And, it'll and be I'm going to buy it anyway. And it'll be good. And I'll be like, shit. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's our beer portion. I'm going to get mm. all of my, my mustache. I guess we should get into the fear option. Yeah, I which guess is we what we're discussing what we're here today. For. Um, obviously, this is a big week in the horror uh, horror 
movie world with well, Scream. because we're milking the shit out of it. No, good, because we got nothing else. We got it. nothing else to talk about. There's not much Horror Nights news in January, so we're nope. going to kind of create our own. But so we got a movie coming out tomorrow, yeah, don't we? We do, which is, before we even get into that, uh, same thing that like Halloween did back when the remake or restart came out. I really hate when these movies... The refresh. Refresh. We'll I hate the when refresh. these like, hard reset don't... Well... They just keep the title. Where just like, Scream is the sequel to Scream 4. Yeah. Just make it Scream 5. I, I see what you're, where you're going. Because like, um, the, I, back to Halloween, it goes, what, Halloween, Halloween, Halloween kills, Halloween ends? Yeah, I know. It's a little strange. That's why, the, that's why they, they, they refer to it as Halloween 2018. Yeah. And because it, it's technically not a remake, it's no, it's, a, it's, it's a follow a up or it's a continuation of, of the original story. Um, it's a little weird because it doesn't take too really much into account, mm-hmm. which it should. But it skips over too. It completely it's just skips over and acts like it didn't happen. So kills ends. I mean, don't get me wrong. I wasn't a huge fan of the last two new ones. Yeah. I, obviously, still Michael Myers. I'm still a huge fan of him and, and, the, and the series, so I take it for what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I get where you're coming from. It's a little weird with the numbering system. And they just abandon it. And they're like, so this is called Scream, right? It's not just, just Scream Five. Yeah. No. It's referred to as Scream. Everyone seems to refer to it as yeah. Scream Five. I mean, we all it, know that's the fifth. In the and it's series. just a continuation. It's the same. Is pair. it follow one, two, three, and four, or is four separate? I'm not sure. I'm assuming it does. I don't. I could be wrong. To be honest with you, I don't remember if I ever but saw it's, four. It's it's good. It's fun. Because it's been a long time since I've seen 2 and 3, and I yeah. have not watched 2 and 3 I recently. I have so. recently been re-watching them in passing, so my memory is a little bit there. It's not completely there, but uh, essentially what we're beating around the bushes, we're talking about Scream, the franchise. Yeah, and Scream, why the hell are we talking about Scream, the franchise? The individual movies. But we're talking about if Scream were to come to Halloween Horror Nights... I see. Again, I guess. It, I, it, was, it was at the All Night Die-In 2, but it was just like a one portion of a... Uh, it was a reason to get Ghostface in a house. Yeah, it was just a way to get Ghostface in there. But it was just a, a fraction of the house. It was a compilation house, and Scream was what kicked it off. Um, and in that house, you got scenes from just Scream 1. So you got... Uh, the garage scene and the opening kill of Drew Barrymore. But if Scream is to come to Horror Nights, which, I mean, I guess when any movie comes out that year, it's it's fine to speculate about. It's fun. It gives us something to talk oh, about. We can in speculate January. whatever we want. I mean, who knows if it will? This isn't us saying, yes, it's confirmed. We all this know that we're going to get Texas Chainsaw again. Yeah, but. Right? but if it does come. I mean, it would make sense. The new movie is out, and you know, if all the rights align or whatever, what would be the best option for a house? Would it be Scream One, Scream Two, Scream Three, Four, Five, a compilation of all of them, a compilation of the trilogy? How would we work about that as a house? What would so like? I took out a couple moments from each movie that I think could work as good scenes in a house. Now, all the other transitional scenes are, are just kind of whatever, but let's just go in order, I guess, and talk about the movies and things that stand out to us that could be possible scenes in a house, and then we'll, at the end, kind of decide what is the best route to take. Would it be yeah. a compilation? Would it be picking one over the other? Would it be original trilogy and, and abandoning the other two? Because right. obviously we don't know... Well. When you're watching this, we'll have known what Scream 5 is about because we're seeing it tomorrow. 
today is Wednesday. You're watching on Friday. They, this get cons- yeah. It so when this confusing. comes out, we have already have seen it. So as as of this moment, we've already we have not seen it. But, but when you're seeing it, we'll have seen when it. you're listening to it. As of that moment, <laughs> we'll have seen it. So Scream One, a lot of great moments in that. Yeah, obviously. we talked about that last week. So we, we did. So it's a little bit fresher know, on the brain. Yeah, well, for sure. Like I said, I haven't watched two or three in a very long time. So I'm those are kind of running together. Mm-hmm. Um, one is very fresh in my mind. So we don't really need to reiterate the entire plot. No. Everyone kind of gets what it is. Um, you know, we got a, our our lead actress. She's dealing with some trauma. Yeah, and she's dealing with some new drama. Yeah. So I'm thinking, look, house wise, obviously scenes that we could pull from the movie would be, you know, the op- the opening kill of Drew Barrymore, where we've back, done that before. Yeah, you bring back Drew Barrymore. You kind of have to keep that scene. Yeah. If we're going with Scream One as a house, I would say that this scene has to be a part of it, and most likely, again, the entrance of the house. If we're going to be going from start to finish, story-wise or whatever. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's... I feel like Scream 1 doesn't have a lot of, like, settings and and sets and stuff like that. Like, with that, I mean, you could also throw in, this like, a school scene. Yeah, there's not with, a whole lot, I don't think, set-wise. Because the movie kind of was... It's filmed in, like, four different locations yeah that's pretty much it the four i mean the last 45 minutes is the same college house party so so there's not a whole lot of different scenes you can do with this movie i think you you said outdoor scene in the beginning um probably get the school at some point i would do i would do one of those fake out scares like a sydney's room and the scare is billy coming in from the window just to talk to her no ghost face or anything but just like a or or Sydney's not even there. You're just walking through Sydney's bedroom, and the window's there, and you can have a guy on like a, one of those like wire cords, yeah, and just like how he pretty much jumps into the fucking window and right, screams. Like how it is in the movie. Just kind of have that as like a little push through area, right? Um, and that could kind of guide you to the next area. Maybe a little school exterior, school interior with a uh, Henry Winkler lookalike getting killed, and that kind of like um transitions from there yeah i mean my guess is that judging by how halloween horror nights does a lot of their houses you're gonna have a number of ghost faces yeah and so every scene's going almost every scene's probably gonna have to have some form of ghost face in it Mm -hmm. so like you said like the school scene could be you know mr winkler getting yeah getting knifed um by mr ghost face uh i think the cool thing is is the way the twist works in the first movie you could do some interesting things with the scare actors mm-hmm. in a house. Um, there's more credence to having multiple killers because the movie has multiple killers. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, when you've got a Texas house and it's 17 different leather faces with chainsaws. Yeah. Um, you know, it, you're supposed to assume that it's a, the same guy in different parts. Yeah. But obviously. They throw everything they at the wall. They don't care. Yeah. I do think that before we get into two and three, I think that this house is going to have to be some level of mixture of yeah. the series. Maybe not specifically one, two, three, four, and mm-hmm. inevitably five, but have like a mixture of it mm-hmm. and maybe just do the growth of Sydney yeah. or something along those lines. Because if we are talking strictly Scream 1, there isn't much Correct. to fit into a house. I mean, it's... I mean, if you did, well, I mean, you it would could, be five or do, six settings, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you could do Scream One as its own house. It would be, I would almost say it's a little too boring. Like it wouldn't be yeah. enough. 
Yeah. Like you, every, you would just recreate every scene from the movies. Yeah. You know, you'd have the garage scene, and you've had the house, and you've had the you go by the van, the TV van, and yeah, there's just a lot of different things that you can kind of pull from it, but it'll be almost like a step by step remake of the movie. Yeah, and it's not as fun that way. Yeah, you kind of have to like let them, the Universal, I mean by them, build kind of like their own take on the story. Yeah. Not necessarily. Hey, this is what was in the movie. This is what you see in real life. Like, yeah. give us a lot of ghost faces. Give us, you know, give us Sydney's house. Give us, you know, maybe the movie set from I think was it two or three? I forget which one that one was all about. But, um, you know, kind of take a lot of those different pieces and create a house in essence of what you saw in the yep. movie. Yeah, and then I mean, really, like we said, Scream One ends with about a forty-five minute slash fest. At this little house party, it's the big reveal that it's, you know, Stu and Billy. So, I mean, movie-wise, cinematic-wise, it's a great moment. That's not going to play out in a house, really. I mean, we're not going to have dialogues from characters right. saying that they were the killers all, you know. So, that, and there's not much scare there. So, that I think that pretty much wraps up the possibilities of Scream 1. And now, Scream 2 and Scream 3, obviously, they're, they're a little bit lesser of movies, uh, two, I think, is a lot closer to the original than the third is. But I think they give us a lot more options of either kills or or settings to play with. So, I mean, one of the settings, so we're talking Scream 2 now. If we wanted to piece together a house involving just Scream 2, we'd, I feel like you have to have um, something with CC from the beginning who got killed. She got thrown out like a window or something like that. It's, very reminiscent to how the first one scream starts out where it's like that senseless killing everyone kind of finds out about it but then we also can do the whole movie theater aspect of things and that's when they're all going to see like the premiere of stab or stab 2 i think it was right and everyone's like running around in ghost face masks and stuff like that and then they they the two little sub characters that are just introduced to us as that intro they, they break off and one goes to the bathroom and one stays in there. I think that would be a cool, maybe because I have puppet theater still in my mind, but walking through like a theater with seats. Yeah, no, that would make sense because like I think you can, there's more to do with it. And I think like I, like you like you had just mentioned with all the different people in ghost face masks, I feel like you yeah. can do a little bit more clever mm-hmm. things with that. Um, hiding in plain sight. So you could almost, I, I would almost say maybe you could like start the house maybe at the end of one. Like so, you kind of get like that last final confront, you know, confrontation between yeah. Billy and Stu and and Sydney, and then go further into two and three yeah. with the house, rather than wasting too much time on one, because mm-hmm. we've seen some of it before in a house. We've obviously know the movie very really well. We mm-hmm. also both agree that I think the movie's a little weak when it comes to having items for a house. Yeah, because um, I, I think really, if you were to just to scream one, we've already kind of just said it, but. There's not enough there. Yeah. It would just kind of be Sydney's house with Ghostface in it. Yeah. So That's I think really you, what they're working on. If you with. started with maybe the end of that movie and then kind of do more with two and three, mm-hmm. that'd that be a little would interesting. Do more. interesting. But um, obviously, the killing in the bathroom, Jamie Kennedy, when he gets pulled into the van and killed, that's a cool, like, you know, obviously it will be an interior scene, but you can make it and fame it, frame it that it's an exterior. Mm-hmm. You can have like a van inside one of the rooms and have yeah, yeah. one of the characters get pulled into the van or, or not pulled well. in and have like a fake out kind of thing. Uh, I think that would work as a cool little transition walkway. Like you're walking through a quad, 
just like the characters. I think there's some characters that walk by with like a boombox playing right. while he's getting like wrestled and stabbed to death. Yeah. You could have that. Or even if you don't want to have him get pulled into the van, you could just have him already in the van and as you're walking by, have it start shaking or have the character kind of start slamming on the window as you walk by. I think that would be a cool little jump scare. Cheeky, but effective at times. And then the, obviously, Scream 2 um, deals a little bit with like Sydney doing like theater, like play. And at the end, it kind of concludes the whole, obviously spoilers, but the whole ending, I think it's, um, it ends up being Billy's, Billy's mother. Right. And, um, yeah, now you say that. And one of the, and, um, one of these other psychopath murderers that she found on the internet that was at the time (laughs) dating Sydney or something like that. Crazy twists, of course, it's a scream series, but the setting at the very end was really cool because that's where like Jerry O'Connell was like uh, bound up, almost like Jesus Christ, on like one of the st- like the set pieces in the theater. Yeah. Um, and the, the the play that they were doing was like pretty creepy in general. She would have like they had like Roman style masks, and at one one of the scenes, she gets like freaked out, and it's like thunder and lightning in there, and she gets spooked because she's coming off of Scream. But I think that that whole like little area of the movie could work yeah, setting and up you a could folk, kinda a like, theater. I mean if you want to think of it in previous HHN terms, you could think of it kinda like you do like a pumpkin not a pumpkin, I'm sorry, like a uh, puppet theater. Like a puppet theater plus a movie theater yep. style. So there's a lot of things you can pull from mm-hmm. other houses to use in this. And that's something they do all the time. So you have to look at things like that. Right. And I feel like First, I mean, let's be honest. Two, three, and four were poor movies. They weren't. They weren't the best movies. Well, I think they were fun, but yeah. they weren't like the original. It wasn't as ingenuitive as the original. Yeah. But there's a lot more set pieces. Two was a fun. Lot better set pieces. Yeah, I like two. I, I think two is a very good sequel. Three is it's fun, but it's just very. I, I think they thought they were ahead of the game when they were actually behind it. And then 4, when that came out, I know we're just saying random thoughts, but 4, I think, was a really cool... 4 reminiscent uh, was reminiscent of Scream 1 to me, where I think it was a little ahead of its time, and it was a a smart reworking of a reboot. I think up until that point, like, when Scream 1 came around, the slasher genre of the 80s was was overdone and dead. I think when Scream 4 came out, that slasher horror genre was, like, kind of dead again, and it was the better... Like restart of something, it was much better than I the Nightmare on Elm Street, and much better than the Friday yeah, the Thirteenth. What benefited it was it was a recognizable character. It was, I mean, it obviously didn't have a whole lot of competition because the other remakes were pretty shitty. But yeah, um, even though I am, I have a soft spot for the Nightmare remake, but yeah, um, yeah I think that it. I, I wouldn't say that necessarily that the genre was dead like it was in '96. I think the slasher genre. Kind of was a flash in the pan a little bit after Scream One. I think Scream One revitalized it. It kind of did the same thing it did before, where Got everybody kind of tried to copy that formula. Yeah, you could see that with the Halloween franchise. They tried to oh, do yeah. like Halloween Resurrection and Jason yep. X, and yeah. So they definitely also had to copy that, and then it did kind of go away a little bit. And then Scream was like, let's bring back Ghostface. Maybe mm-hmm. we can do something with it. And I think it tried to bite a little bit more than it should have. Yeah, and one of the things that this series benefits from greatly, I think, is the continuation of the same cast. There's been no hiccups. Which helps. There's been no... Yeah, I mean, you know you're going to get a good performance. And there the hasn't part. been a... 
Halloween like timeline chart split. Right. I mean, there's no like yeah, it's, it's one through Halloween, four. Yeah, it's a whole it's a whole story altogether. Yeah. There's so many different things going on. So this one was kind of somewhat kept. Yep. Yeah, in line. It's in nice. Line. You know, Nightmare on Elm Street, same thing. Where it wasn't all the same reoccurring characters, but obviously Freddy was the same. And besides the the remake, but right, one linear path, and that's it. It's just easy to to follow. Um, but yeah, so Scream Two does offer up a a handful of new things that we could play with. Um, I, I think the theater scene is very exciting, but I think the movie theater scene, because this is where we get like the super meta of the series. This is when yeah. Stab gets involved. So like Scream was just its own thing, but then Stab is a movie within Scream yeah, about it's a movie what happened. Within a movie about something that happened within the first movie. Yep. It's a little. This is where I think that, from my personal taste, it got a little too insane. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I don't hate two or three. I think it got too meta for it. It was trying to be too meta. Yeah. Um, but I think for a house, it would make a lot of sense because there's a lot of, just like I said before, good set pieces. Yeah. Um, so you don't have to necessarily build this house to follow the main story. Just es- just give you essences of the story. Mm-hmm. Like We don't need to go into whole big depth. Everybody's seen the movies. You don't need to like go into a ton of explanation. And we're not getting character development. I mean, the characters in the house don't need to be the characters from no, the movie. No, I mean, I think you could just get away with having Sydney's and, and, and ghost faces. Yeah, I don't that's think it. Dewey. I need Dewey. Else. Yeah, give me a Dewey. I don't even care about Courtney Cox. I don't care about her. But Dewey, give me give me one shitty cop in there. Like, you have to. Um, all right, so on to Scream 3. Uh, much lesser than Scream 2, which was lesser than Scream 1. It, it fell into the pattern. Uh, the one funny thing that I didn't like is, <laughs> the one thing that I did really enjoy is that they brought Jamie Kennedy's character back uh, from beyond the grave. Yes. They, he, he left a video that in case you're watching this after his death and there is another killer that we're now the final act of a trilogy and it's not a sequel and everything is different. And the killer is, you know, superhuman and something from your past is going to be unearthed that you didn't know about. And he pretty much, I mean, the character that Jamie Kennedy plays is just great because he just nails these movies within his own universe. I think and I yeah, thought it was fun. It's, it makes his character so good is that he's like like you know that it's it's super fourth wall breaky yeah um it's kind of goofy but it works because that's what they're going for and that's his character like through that's like if we got caught in a horror movie situation we would be that we'd be like well we gotta follow the rule these are the rules this is like it, it would just come down to that mindset of just like i've seen so many horror movies i've been trained for right this. and i think that kind of started its own like subgenre too. Yeah. I mean, there's commercials that make fun of it now yeah. too. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think that you could probably have at least one scene in the house with Jamie Kennedy. I would have like that just TV. Yelling. I would have the TV playing yeah. or something with him on it. Yeah. Um. So Scream Three starts off with we're we're seeing that it's a, a new form of killer, I guess. Uh, where Cotton Weary is is going to be acting in a movie and. He goes home to his girlfriend, or he gets a call saying that the killer is watching the girlfriend, or whatever. He rushes home, and there's a killer in his house, but they're using the vo- a new voice box that is coming out as Cotton's voice. So the girlfriend's freaked out, and then he, then the killer starts to like go after her, freaks her out. She locks herself away, and then Cotton shows up for real, noticing that somebody was in the house, and he goes in to try to help her, and he's like, "Oh, somebody in the house, somebody." And she's freaked out because she heard him. Yeah, so she thinks it's him. So she thinks it's him, and then the killer comes and bang, they're all dead. Um, that opening scene could be something for us with the whole like bait and switch of like voices. 
if we can get some sort of like voice play with these actors or, or something like that. But this is a new, a new take on Ghostface from the person portraying him because we've always seen him as just that, the hello Sydney that voice versus right using other people's voices and it plays with the times a little bit too where and we we talked about how in 96 i feel like after this movie uh caller id pretty much tripled in purchases yeah caller id kind of became a thing so they have to find a way to sort of debunk that and they did it all they did an okay job with like just blanketing the fact that they were like dummy phones and they are untraceable sure but the way to get around the whole voice thing is if you're, you're hacking in through a phone using a dummy number or whatever. Say that the call's coming from Seamus, and I hear Seamus's voice. Like, I'm not going to think twice about it. But that was the killer using a, a roundabout way to get to you. Yeah, it's a little wacky, but, I mean, you can suspend disbelief you can enough o- yeah. to understand you it. You can only do the Scream 1 and 2 for so long. I mean, long. I think that would be that would be hard, harder to translate in the house, but I think you could still do, like... At least one scene where someone's talking on the phone and you hear that either that different original voice or through. different voices come to the yeah. and whatever and kind of give you that effect. And you could just take voices from, or you could take audio clips from the movie and just play that through. It doesn't even have to be them talking. They just hold it up, press play, and the audio loops out or whatever. Just so like a little foot trigger thing. But that's not something I think that really, I mean, it's, it's a pretty important aspect of the movie. But I don't know how visually or in person it would play out in a right. house it's a little bit weaker um and like i said this is one of the weaker movies but i think this is one of the best movies for a house because we are very meta in this we are very stab three is now in production and this is a lot of it is primarily based around the movie set itself so there's a cool scene in right. there where the killer kills one of the actresses in in the wardrobe room yeah. So she's walking by like a, a couple push carts of Ghostface costumes, and the Ghostface is in there and jumps. Out. I think that would be a cool. Yeah, that's a cool little setup. You know, duplicate scene. It's kind of like um, us when they had that um, the house us when they had all, all the, the people dressed up in costume. Dressed up in the costume. Yeah. Do something just like that. Um, I think the whole movie set scenario where you have Woodsboro, but it's not really Woodsboro. It's it's a set. There's one scene when Ghostface is chasing Sydney in the house. Her her, yeah, her, her house, house quote-unquote. Yeah. Um, she, like, runs through a door to escape and opens it. And it's, and it's just empty space. And yeah. it's empty space and, like, a, the you know, the other room is below. But I think that's something that could be fun played with because that's very maze-esque. Correct. You know, sending you one way when yeah. it's not. So you could do something like that. With, Throws you off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, something like mirror style well, you where could you almost, take a turn and it looks like it drops off on the, on the floor. Yeah, or like how you mentioned b- b- before, you could do the original house as a scene in the beginning with Billy and then recreate that scene, but have the scare be different, yeah. and have it be obviously more of a movie set mm-hmm. style, yeah. and kind of play on that aspect of the movie where it's like, hey, this is remember this, yeah. but it's a little different. Yeah. So I think that would be kind of cool. But then I, I love the whole stab three set thing. You know, there's a couple good kills. Um, one of the guys, Tom, I think it was, gets like blown up because they're um, they're the killer is rewriting the story. Are rewriting the script of the movie or whatever, and um, he's faxing them script lines. But yeah. he cut the power, cut the power with the fax machine. Still works, sure. Uh, but he's like, I need to know how it ends. He runs in there, and he's you know he's sending. He's like, oh, they're they're huddled inside, and he's sending it as they're doing that, which time wise wouldn't work, but whatever. <laughs> um, and he goes, he reads one of the lines. He's like, and then he gets the smell of, 
and he just explodes because he, the lights were out. So he was using a lighter to read the script pages. Oh, yeah. And it was like gasoline yeah, was like yeah, pumping yeah. through the oven or something. I mean, that's something that really wouldn't be able to translate into a house. <laughs> Explo- I mean, I, unless it's just all um, like video and sound or something. I'd, I don't know how full on exploding yeah, person would be kinda could do hard into to, a house. That'd be kind of hard to do. But, you and know, it was you such could a sub character. Ex- you could do post explosion yeah. or something like that. But it was such a sub character that it doesn't really matter. But the, the later half of the the movie, which kind of for me is very reminiscent to Scream 1. You know, as the party and house scene was like 45 minutes, this ending culmination of Scream 3 was uh, dragged out a little bit as well, but it was the same thing. It was at um, the director's birthday party he was throwing for himself at his house, which had a lot of cool little, like, you know, it's a very big, rich mansion. So, like, there's the pool. There's also one of, like, the hidden doors with the, the library. He has his basement, which is full of his old horror movie props. So a lot of cool stuff in there that you can kind of play around yeah. with. But this is like the the final climax of the movie where it's, you know, Courtney Cox and Dewey are there with the killer and these other actors and actresses. All the other people get killed off, but not Dewey, not Courtney Cox. Yeah, well, they can't get killed off. They're part of this part yeah. of the main cast. Yeah. But this is where Sydney confronts the killer. I think it's Roman's the name. Uh, and they go into one of the hidden rooms and they kind of get locked in there, duel it out and come to find out that for two years, Sydney's mom was out in Hollywood being a, a director or not director, a uh, actress by a different name. <laughs> yeah, she's and like nobody, alive. nobody ever knew. Well, this was before she came back. She like oh, she left with, right, like when right, she was right, younger. Right, sorry, I, yeah. yes, you're right. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if Maureen Prescott's actually alive in Scream Five. But oh yeah, well I we'll can't see. wait to see how they <laughs> twist it up. And something's one, gonna but. happen, but. You know whether whether they're good or bad, it is fun to see what these little twists are. But essentially, Maureen Prescott went to Hollywood for two years and shot out a kid, and then the kid is Roman, the horror shout director. The and then he was the one that convinced Billy and them to kill yeah. Sydney's mom. Bingo Bango. Super weird. Bingo Bango. Jamie Kennedy's prediction of the trilogy unearthing something from the past that you did not know about. Yeah, coming back to bite you, just like. Right. Star Wars always happens. It's all kind of... It's, it, again, it's gimmicky. They had to do it to kind of like tie it in. But I, I think that at least from three, you can get at least two, maybe three good scenes for that. Yeah, honestly. and I do too. I think those scenes... I think three has the strongest scenes yeah, if you were to pull for a house, house-wise. Was, yeah, right, and I think that's why like you can't just do a Scream 3 house. I think you have to do like a Scream house and just include some of that yep. and mix the best of all three. Yeah. Now, Scream 4 is the one I have seen the furthest away. I I don't think I've ever seen it, to be honest with it, you. So it, it is good. Um, it's definitely worth a watch, and I probably might watch it tonight. But the scenes that I particularly remember, I remember it being similar to one. It was kind of like back to Woodsboro, back to basics. It was dealing with Sydney, but the characters that were being stalked weren't really her. It was more of the high school kids again. So it, it kind of fell back into that world of Scream 1. It almost felt like originally it was going to be a trilogy. It was supposed to be Scream 4, 5, and 6, but right. unfortunately Wes Craven passed away. And that's why this, I didn't think we'd ever get Scream 5 because that's why this killed that trilogy. And the idea was they're never going to do it again because this was Wes's baby. And thankfully we're, we're seeing a continuation. The fact that everybody's on board from the originals you know, shows that they're, they're taking care of it. Um but four was fun. There was, you know, typical house kills. Um, the 
other two scenes that I think could work uh, would be there. there's a big party scene at one of the barns. So again, very <laughs> Scarecrow-esque, very pumpkin lorry, where it's a you know, party in a barn. There's big hay bales everywhere. And, and it's just cool lights set up. It's, it's, it's fun. Um, and then the other one would be that the ending of this one is primarily um, in like the hospital as well. And that's where I won't, I'll dance around words not to spoil it for you, but the 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 killer is there. Um, the killer is there, but so is Sydney. Right. And they killer thought they had gotten away with it, yeah. killing Sydney, thinking Sydney was dead. Sydney's still alive. Killer who is hurt has to go find Sydney and try to kill her in the hospital. She like kills him. So it's yeah. like two very beaten down i'm gonna have to go try to find it so i can watch it's, it I it's very fun i haven't seen it i don't think i've seen it um but i do know what i wanted to see it i just never really i mean i think it's it. i if i had to rank them one is scream one i think i have to go I'm, i'll go scream one scream four scream two scream three yeah and two and two and four are very close they're very close and it's just they're both they're they're it's very meta as well with scream 4 so the way scream 2 is with sequels scream 4 is with reboots yeah if that makes sense yeah i mean again we stated it last week these all all the movies are playing off the tropes but they're doing it in a way to say you know they're they're commenting on the tropes they know what they are yeah it's not like one of those movies that's just using the tropes to make a movie. Yeah. So I, I and they intertwine. I kind of see what, you're, what we're getting into yep. with it. So I have to. I have to do to go back and watch it now. As far as the house is concerned, I almost feel like trying to include four and five in the same house would be a lot. Get a little too convoluted. So I think mm-hmm. you might have to do either do scream do a scream house and just focus on one, two, and three, mm-hmm. and then maybe do a sequel to it. The following down the year road or, or whatever, road, yep. or four or five, and if they ever make six, yeah, make you know do four, five, and six, or depending on how five ends up being when we go see it, yeah, maybe I would consider just doing a, a scream five house and yeah. just do solely scream five, yeah. But I think that it's better if they went and did more of like a a scream one, two, and three, and just do scream as the house, and then maybe like scream four, five, and six can be like scream return of Ghostface, yeah. Like see, I I. What I would do is, I would do what you're talking about. I would dismiss four and five, um, because this is something that we're at the point now with Horror Nights that it's so pre-worked, pre-done. Well, that, right, they've already started designing it. They've already been working on designs for different things. So, so when something comes out new like that, it's it's. I wouldn't necessarily expect that to be in there, but I would expect the property in the form of promotion so being said i could see them doing a scream style house but not with scream 5 only knowing scream 5 was coming out so what i would do is i would do something along those lines i would do scenes one two and three i would just call it like scream you know something woodsboro like the return of woodsboro or or, return to woodsboro return to woodsboro or something like that where it's it's not strictly it's not it's not uh, boxing you into a corner of right. like if you call it scream you think you're getting one or you think you're getting five, five. you don't know which one you're getting yeah. and yeah so i would do scream you know 
something with the slang. And that's also why I think turn to Woodsboro, where it's their own kind of story, right? Some familiar set pieces. Exactly, and that's I think where I would probably for what I would want is we just spent forty minutes talking about like all the different things in the movies, but I think I would almost want more of a. Like you said, call it Scream, Return to Woodsboro, or Scream, the Woodsboro Chronicles, or yeah. whatever. Call it whatever you want to, yeah. but add some sort of tagline, and then let Universal kind of do what they want mm-hmm. the story. Yeah. Like, you have to include the, the, the traditional beats and include some of that some of that essence from the movies, because, you know, it's a property, obviously. Yeah. But let them kind of do their own thing with it. Yeah. Let them kind of do their own story with it. Um, maybe include a Neve Campbell here and there in yeah. some of the scenes, but... Really just be about Ghostface stomping around the set pieces from the movies that you remember, mm-hmm. but not necessarily like a complete recreation of the scenes from the movie. Yeah, and it's and that's where I'm kind of on the line now, too. My question, my other last question is, do we need Sydney or not? I think you do. Yep. Personally, I think you do just because she's... She in that movie, the thing about Scream is it's... it's yeah, a lot of it's about the Ghostface killer... But it, it's never the same dude. It's always somebody different. It's always somebody different. And there's always the multiples. Mask. So I think, like I said before, because of that, it makes having multiple characters as scare- Ghostface yep. important. And I think it makes it a little more clever. You can do more things with it. Mm-hmm. But I do think Neve Campbell's character, Sydney, is very much a part of it. She's the other half of that movie. Yeah. Um, it's like if you did a Halloween house, I think you could get away with doing just Michael because mm-hmm. Michael is so iconic. Yeah. But Ghostface, I don't. I think. It, it's hard to explain from my yeah. perspective, but I think that you almost need Sydney, mm-hmm. at least in certain aspects of it, because yeah. she, They're that, so inter- the, the movie mean, is so much about her as Ghost, it is about Ghostface. Yeah, I mean, Ghostface only goes after Sydney. Right. I mean, it kills other people in the. But right, and think there about is with, no Ghostface without Sydney. The Sydney. Halloween series, Lori never really had a backstory until they started dragging out the series. Mm-hmm. And then they started to piece together all this, like, oh, lore and yeah. shit. I think with Scream, it really set up character building i think the character building was a lot better than most slasher movies yeah not just again laurie's a great character you know yeah we love we love that character but i think that if you did a halloween house it makes more sense you're going for michael yeah yeah yep. laurie's great but he just michael is the, the show. he's the reason you go to see a halloween yep. movie i think with scream you go to see sydney versus whoever the put yep. on the ghost mask at this point yeah because i think she's just and i think part of that's just from the act like neve's a really good actress Yep. Um, I just think that she, you need her. Yeah. You, I don't. I. I don't know. I want to hear what you think about it because I think that maybe you think the other way. But I mean, I. I under. I. I'm not sure. I. I honestly think I, as a house format, I think I could do without Sydney, um. Because it it would feel more intimate. It would feel like if we were walking through, and there is Sydney. Yeah. It's Ghostface versus Sydney, and we're caught in the middle. And if, I see what you're saying, and if yeah. there's no Sydney, it's like us. We're trying to escape uh, Ghostface, so I think that that would play a little bit better right. in a house format. Now, I, I never want to see a Scream movie without Nev Campbell. I don't want. I don't want Sydney's character gone from the series if they're going to continue this. But I, I think in a house format, um, I don't think it's necessary because it's not as. It probably wouldn't be as storyline driven. It would be just. No, I can see that perspective. I know. see that side of it. I mean, I think. Depending on what you're going for, if you want the house to be more of just like you're in the movie, yeah, 
versus do you want to be in the world or do you want to see yeah exactly it's movie versus world yeah yeah exactly and i think that i think you could potentially go the route you want but still include her somehow Mm -hmm. like whether it's you show up and there's just one actress in the very beginning playing new campbell's like hey what are you guys doing here you know that the ghost face is he's loose again or whatever something goofy like that but at least to kind of keep her do it yeah yeah keep her involved but like still include the you as the audience member as in that universe yeah you're like walking in on the story any stab references should we do like stab into scream stab into scream stab into scream or is that too i think that would be funny but i think there's too much would going be too on. meta for the scream people <laughs> yeah i mean so i could see why you would do that i think that if if you're not already a scream junkie like if you're not if you're not a super fan of the series like i'm not a super fan of scream I guess yeah. I, I think I've, I don't know if I've I like them. I don't know if I've established this yet or not. Yeah. At least from last episode or this episode, but I'm not as big on Scream as I am on everything else. Yeah. It's not one of those movies that really holds a huge yeah. place in my heart. Mm-hmm. It does a little bit just because I grew up with it. It was a yeah. slasher we grew it up. It was with. ours. It was our generation. But slasher. I've always just been more into the '80s schlock and the Halloweens yeah. of the world that were. Like, They're fun. I mean, it's a fun movie. Um, I do like them, but. I'm with you. I the Halloween series, the Friday series, yeah. Nightmare. They just hold a different place. Yeah. In my in, in what I want. So Scream, I think they're great movies. I think they're great with what they do. But I'm not wild about it. Like it's never gonna break my heart if they never have a Scream house. Yeah. But if they did, I fun. I think it would be fun. And yeah. I would like you said. I, I want. I don't want it to be just a recreation of the movies. I want it to be like the essence of Scream. Give mm-hmm. me Ghostface, and do what you want with it. Yeah. So. But yeah, adding stab to it would be just too, <laughs> too yeah. way too much. I wouldn't be able to do that. I don't. I, I, I mean, I don't think I could come up with a good enough idea for that. And it would be That's why I don't well, do it. But I mean, you could potentially again if they wanted to do like just straight up movie houses of like one, two, and three. Yeah, you could kind of do the play on stab versus scream in the sewer three house, but. I think that's too much. You're asking too much. Um, if they're only going to get the rights to the character like once, yeah, you're better off just doing one big like yeah. extravaganza about him in that world. Yeah, don't include all the meta extra meta stuff that's within <laughs> yeah. the world. It's just too weird. Yeah. So, chances we see it this year. What do you think? Where Slim do you put none. it as a percentage? Yeah. Slim to none. Slim to none. I think it's one of those situations where I, I not to say that I don't think Universal wants to do it. Yeah. I think it's one of those situations where like we kind of said already Universal starts planning for the following or subsequent year like the like when the new like when that current year starts, they're already in the back room yeah. planning for the following year. And I'm sure they've got ideas brewing from even for even years ahead of next year. Yeah. Or I'm sure they're at 35 already. So I'm sure they're playing the next anniversary. I think the only way you get this is if something falls through and they mm-hmm. need a property. Yeah. And for whatever, I, I don't know, is it, who, who owns Scream franchise? Do you know? I know it was like New New Line, but I don't know who Off the owns top New of my Line. head, I'm not positive. I forget. I don't. It could be in-house. I'm completely unaware. So if someone wants to correct me on that, like maybe Universal owns the character already, which make it easier. Well, I mean, they did have it at... Right. They had the previously, so in the in the compilation house, but... Do I think we're going to get a full-on Scream house? I, I just I don't see it happening. Um, I think that, I think that if if we get anything, it would be the year. It would be the year following. I could see. I guess maybe. Uh, let me let me reword that a little bit. I think maybe I'm more apt to believe that they'd be getting it in Hollywood. That would make sense. I mean, they they definitely do. Because it feels like getting more some of, of these properties they tr- they test it in Hollywood first before they send it here. 
Um, at least that's what it comes across to me. But then again, I'm not an expert, so I don't really know. Um, I think personally, again, again, I don't, I don't, I don't see it happening. I think there's yeah. about a 25 percent chance that we see it. So, I will tell you that. That's oh, dimension. That's right, dimension. Yeah, right. dimension. So, What's which it's also, but that was acquired by Disney on in '93. Dimension's owned by Disney. Yeah. So that's weird, but it it has happened after the fact because it obviously came after the fact. So who knows? It is a dimension film, but it has shown in the back. Um, if I gave it a one through ten chance of it being there, uh, I would put it at, at probably like a two and a half. That's a two. right around where I am. I, if I saw it, I would probably be a little surprised. Uh, I would be definitely surprised if we get it. Yeah, I think I'll be more than more than surprised because mm-hmm. I think there's other properties that they're gonna want to take advantage of. Mm-hmm. Um, like I was saying, they're planning things in advance, so I would be more apt to believe we're gonna get a Candyman house. Yep. Before we get a which was a I mean house. we talked about that previously. And that's a Universal property. He's and a Universal monster. It's Universal. It's Jordan Peele. It right. So there's has already the there's already the things there. Yep. I think there's things that have come out on Netflix recently mm-hmm. that they're gonna make use of. Yep. Um, like, you, like we had said earlier, there's a Fear Street potentiality. Cool, yep. um, even this new show, Midnight Mass, which is pretty yep. good. I still haven't watched it yet. I know I'm... Yeah, shoot we're, me. we're behind. I haven't watched it yet. I should sit down and watch <laughs> it. But that's also something they could potentially use. So yeah. I think there's, there's too many things outside of the yeah. screen movies for them to use. And this wouldn't be cheap to get. Right. I don't think it'd be an easy property if and they don't it, already have it. We know how busy Horror Nights is already. Why cut into your margins and pay yeah, up that bit? You know what I mean? Like, right. you don't need that heavy hitter anymore. Right. And I, I, I want to believe that Universe is leaning more towards original ideas than yep. they are internal properties. I, I think they'll still have so. They're them, fun. But I think they're, I think, I think they're learning. Because if you think about it, when we, every time we go, we always get asked by, by people that work there, like, hey, what do you think? What are your favorite houses yeah. or whatever? And they always tell us that, you know, oh, you know, we hear that. Pumpkin's going to be the house of the year, or yeah, or, Z- puppet, or, or Yeti, or Puppet Theater, yeah. or or whatever. Graveyard, Graveyard game. Games. Yeah. All these original ideas, or, or semi-original ideas, yeah. are always on top of everybody's list. Mm-hmm. The IPs are there to draw the general crowd. That's in, what sells the tickets. On, yeah. But at the end of the day, they I think the, the more people care about is some of that original stuff. So I think they're going to get away from as many IPs as they have. I hope so. And I could be wrong. I mean, yeah. Maybe they'll keep up doing what they've been doing. But I know we, we were talking to C- Cody from Set It Off a few weeks ago, and he, even he said like he didn't reckon, he didn't know that there were 10 houses yeah. prior to this year. So yeah. if they increase the number, I think you're going to get more original, less IP. Yeah. So I think there's just not enough room for a Scream house. I think that there's too many things IP-wise there's that they're gonna going to use. On. Yeah. That they already have rights to, or that they already have at least their hands in the pot yeah. with, that I think you're going to get more of. Yeah, I, but who knows? I mean, anything can happen. It's it's like I said, I I'm putting it at a two and a half. Um, I don't expect it. I would be excited, but it it's it's definitely not one of those. Yeah, I think I'd be more. I ex- really want to see. It's it it would be fun, but I don't know if it. It'd be like Chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw for me. Well, I think probably a little a, bit higher. Well, I think but... that's the thing. I think for me, it'd be more like Texas was for you this year. Like yeah. I was completely not on tech on board with Texas yeah. this year. Like it was, it's um, fun, but that's it. Obviously, when I saw it, I was a little wrong. It was fun. It was enjoyable. Probably a little better than I expected. Yeah, but it was still not like yeah. I wasn't like I didn't jumping go... over the moon to yeah. go see. I it. didn't need to go in it every night. But I feel like with if Scream were to be a property, I think 
much like Texas was for you earlier mm-hmm. or late last year, I think, yeah, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. Like, yeah. we were right. We we saw it coming, and they're actually going to do it. And I'll do it a few times, but yeah. I, I won't, like, go out of my way to wait. It won't be an minutes. opening night one. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, I think that um, that does it for our Scream Talk. We got, we did a lot, we did a lot of Scream Talk this week. We are going to be checking out that movie tomorrow we are going to be go see tomorrow. it tomorrow we're going to check it out tomorrow. nine o'clock well so, tomorrow thursday night at nine o'clock yeah. you guys have already yesterday at nine yeah so you, we saw it yesterday at nine o'clock all right but until next time this is nick and this is sydney i mean seamus yeah. happy haunts hello sydney and again i would just like to thank vampire stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music so if you would just go check him out spotify facebook again that is vampire stepdad